The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, it's time now to catch up on an issue that we couldn't get to yesterday. Joining us on the line are Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, always great chatting to you. Welcome. Always good to be here. So much to talk about these days. Well, indeed. I mean, well, look, we, we couldn't get to the ambassador to Canada quitting and following in the footsteps on the French ambassador. Wow. What else is going on here? Well, we are hearing from basically uh, every aspect of society reservations expressed about the proposed overhaul of the Supreme Court. And I know that there was somebody who said that I haven't spoken about it, but just to remind you, because I have spoken about it, I'm actually quite <laughs> nausea, uh, at nausea. These are the plans that uh, Justice Minister Yariv Levine have put forward. Uh, one is that uh, judges will be chosen by the coalition government, which would take Take it away from being an independent institution to almost a quasi-political, quasi-political, if you are on the other side of the Atlantic. Um, The other issue, and this is a a huge, huge one, which is the potential override clause, which would see a Knesset majority of 61 members of Knesset be able to overturn any ruling of the Supreme Court. Many are of the belief that the only people to benefit from these uh, proposed overhauls would be anybody with legal charges or legal issues like Arya Deri, like Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who has uh, his own set of legal woes to deal with. Uh, it's, uh, and again, I want to reiterate yet again, Israel does not have a constitution. Israel has a declaration of independence, our uh, uh, civil rights and the rights of minority communities are enshrined in this declaration of independence and the Supreme Court provides the necessary checks and balances to make sure that democracy is respected. Now, nobody is saying that no reforms need to happen. Uh, As I said yesterday, I'm going to reiterate it again, that nobody's in disagreement about reforms. As a democracy, as a democratic institution, reforms are always uh, discussed and welcomed. The issue of concern is that it is the coalition that wants to push forward with um, reforms that don't take into account the concerns of many across the the country, including the second biggest voting bloc that are in direct opposition to what uh, some parties in, in the coalition government want to put forward. So these are the concerns. And uh, they, they have been expressed by many, including academia now, the legal fraternity, former commanders of the Israeli Air Force, over a thousand of them, uh, the high-tech industry, the economical or the economy sector, and now we are hearing yet again from the diplomatic corps. We had that letter of protest from over a hundred ambassadors and uh, f- uh, former diplomats, 
We had the resignation of Yael German, the ambassador to France, who used very, very strong language in her uh, resignation letter, naming specifically Itamar Ben-Gavir and Betzalel Smotrich and the far right. And now we have the resignation of Dr. Ronen Hoffman. He is Israel's ambassador to uh, to Canada in the in the um, capital Ottawa. Uh, he has said in his letter of resignation, with the transition to the new government and to different policy in Israel, my personal and professional integrity has compelled me to request to sh- shorten my post to return to Israel this summer. Uh, I'm going to read you a little bit of what uh, German said in her. She said, the government established uh, includes representatives of parties whose extreme positions are expressed in its guidelines, in its policies, and its statements on legislation. That's where we go towards the Supreme Court. Illegitimate legislation, in my eyes, it intends to pass. Also, we cannot uh, dismiss concerns coming in from Israel's allies, like the United Arab Emirates and like the latest, which is a think tank from the United States that says any changes to the Supreme Court could seriously impede Israel's strategic partnership with the United States. Diaspora jury have weighed in. Former justices from around the world have weighed in. This is a serious, serious issue. It's not just about protests. It's about plans to change our Supreme well, certainly, from what, you, what you've just outlined now, really, you know, certainly you're going to see a lot more developments going on here and a lot more, shall we say, politicians objecting and perhaps more resignations. So, yeah, all we can do is wait and see. But uh, thank you for that clarification. Uh, as I pointed out, well, I sent you earlier on that message from Anonymous. I hope that uh, there was no name to that message. I hope Anonymous is happy with what you outlined. And as you emphasized, you have touched on to... Um, such uh, reactions from the politicians towards the judicial system. Let's hope uh, Anonymous is happy with that, as I've said. So, Ronin, let's just move on now to United Arab Updates, uh, Minister of Strategic Affairs. Ron Dermer was, oh, well, I believe this was a secret mission, so to speak, to the United Arab Emirates. That's ahead of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's visit. That's ahead of International Holocaust Day, uh, which we will obviously talk about more uh, on Thursday. And, uh, yeah, what was all that about? Well, the cat's out of the bag. Strategic Minister Ron Dermer, who also uh, incidentally served as Israel's ambassador to the United States while the negotiations for the Abraham Accords were taking place, was in the UAE on a secret, well, now not so secret visit. This is ahead of a proposed visit by Benjamin Netanyahu, which will be his first visit to the Emirates in his capacity as the Prime Minister. Now, what is is also very, very interesting is that uh, we also have the United Arab Emirates adopting to include Holocaust education throughout their school curriculum. So this is a hugely, hugely important step, especially in our region where uh, Holocaust denial is rife. We also have large swathes of the Middle East that believed that Israel was only um, created out of the Holocaust and uh, at the expense of the Palestinians. And it's important to include Holocaust education, not just 
because it teaches tolerance, it builds bridges, and it explains Jewish history. But also to put it to perspective that Israel um, was not created out of the Holocaust. The return to the, of the Jewish people to the land of Israel, where we have been uh, since uh, biblical times, to a return to our ancient and ancestral homeland is very, very important. And that the creation of the state of Israel did not come at the expense of the Palestinians. Uh, they were Arabs at the time. They only coined the, the term Palestinians in 1964. They were offered a state alongside the Jews and refused instead going to, uh, to war. So, it is hugely, hugely important that we, we see the start of major Jewish education really starting to take root uh, in the United Arab Emirates, a key, key ally. Yeah, great initiative there. As you've mentioned before, you and I are very passionate about the Abraham Accords and all the signatories involved. Let's just hope there will be, well, not so secretive missions in future, but of course endeavors on the part of Netanyahu to continue this effort in other uh, signatories and in their countries about Holocaust education and, uh, well, cementing ties, as you've said, and, um, you know, like bridging gaps between societies. Okay, let's see how that transpires in the next uh, couple of days. Uh, President Herzog's plan to heal rifts and divisions in society. What is the plan? <laughs> well, this comes on the back of proposed changes to the Supreme Court. It is really, really causing deep divisions. Uh, I, I see it not just here in Israel, but also in diaspora communities. Uh, I've been the recipient of some very, very fruity messages. Some people saying, yes, but it's about the election results and the adults have taken over. Uh, this is a very, very real issue. Uh, and, and that has caused concern specifically amongst minority communities. So the president uh, has uh, launched his plan in the presence of Prime Minister Netanyahu to ensure that ongoing dialogue between communities takes place, that every community in Israel feels that they have a place in this country. He said that the these proposed changes are and the divisions that they are causing are really threatening to consume us all. Uh, this is very, very strong language from the president who, who really is somebody is, uh, you know, he, he is somebody who reaches out across communities. He, he is a bridge builder. He is very much a peacemaker. And he says that if we, if we don't do something soon, he says, there are deep concerns. This is a power keg that, or powder keg that we are sitting on about to explode. I'm going to read you a little bit of from, from his speech. He says, the democratic foundations of Israel, including the justice system and the human rights and freedoms are sacred and we must protect them and the values expressed in the Declaration of Independence. The dramatic reform, when done quickly, without negotiation, rouses opposition and deep concerns among the public. I see the sides prepared and ready all along the front for an all-out confrontation over the character of the state of Israel. And I am anxious we are on the brink of an internal struggle that could consume us all. Israel's leaders must show responsibility and take the time needed for this critical discussion. The absence of dialogue is tearing us apart from within. And I'm telling you loud and clear the powder keg is about to explode. This is an emergency.
Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. Very interesting developments indeed. I, I presume now there'll be a campaign, a road campaign, probably from the president to go out into the country and settle the perceptions and feelings and what have you. And you know, we'll see what happens also with the visit to the United Arab Emirates and uh, who's going to follow suit and uh, yeah, who's going to resign next over recent developments. Roland, always a pleasure to chat to you. Uh, thanks for joining us and have a blessed evening. Blessed, blessed day. Blessed evening, rather. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel telling us the latest on what's happening in the Holy Land.